Gilbert Gottfried, and I'm here once again with my co-host Frank Santo Padre, and this is Gilbert and Frank's Amazing Colossal Obsessions. And we're joined once again by old black blues singer, the very legendary Armlessless Raybone. <laughs> armlessless? <laughs> He's armlessless. Uh, yes, yeah. he, he doesn't have an arm. He has no arms. He was born in a place where they were testing <laughs> the atom bomb. And so all of his family, to this day, really, his family has no arms. But yeah. Thank God we've learned to play the guitar. Yeah, and we, we, we beat the Nazis and the, and the Japanese, so we're happy to have had the atom bomb. But uh, now your family has no arms. You're actually, this is our service to the nation. You're, re- yes. you're regenerating limbs as weeks go on because, yes. because yes. you, were, you right. were headless, armless, boneless, well, legless. I was, the puzzling one was I was flypaperless. You were flypaperless yes. and still origamiless. Asteriskless. Asteriskless. I don't even know what that means. Yes. Yeah. He was born yeah. without an asterisk. I don't know. I'm pretty I'm without an asterisk. <laughs> Gilbert's like, yes, I, I'm, I'm I don't sorry. Know. I don't uh, know what he's saying, but I think they're compliments. I'm your pretty sure baby was born without an asterisk. <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this. <laughs> we, have, we have Arnie Kogan chiming in. It's <laughs> great laugh. I didn't hear my theme music there. Now, now, can can we have uh, Diane Cannon react? <laughs> well, damn it! I want my theme music. Where's the Raybone? He theme? played it already. Did he? Yeah, I missed he it. Have the phones. Yeah, I don't have the phones. On. Yeah, we're down to we're down to two sets of headphones. Yeah. This is no this is no frills recording here. No frills. Now, now, did we ever discuss uh, uh, the last time we were here? Yeah. Uh, yes, we did. Okay, that's good. The last good. time we were here, you got your chick tracks? <laughs> yes. You got oh, your yes. mo- your monster times. Did you dig in? Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Yes. We thanked everybody. We did a whole show about it. Chick yeah. tracks, the monster times. It was very nice. Paul got a buck. Somebody that's right. Somebody Paul a dollar. That's and, right. And uh, I got nothing. Oh, did we ever discuss <laughs> Tap Hunter? No, we should say uh, yeah. something about Tab Hunter, yeah, um, who was somebody that we wanted to book yeah, and had logistical problems, and yeah, we didn't make it happen. he lived in another state, and at that time we had no way of connecting or... Yeah, we should have revisited it. I didn't know he was ill. I didn't know we were going to lose him, but, you know, again, it's just impossible to stay on top of every person and every person's health. We couldn't get an engineer to him. Uh, at the time, which is w- what was the problem. Uh, but we're, we're, we are remedying that. We met, we got Felix Cavallari. We went to Nashville. Oh, yeah. We went to we went to Maryland to talk to Eddie Deason. So we are finding engineers around the country yeah. who love the show. They're lining up. They are and, li- <laughs> and we were trying early on just to record it by phone, and those were coming out Yeah, it was, really it was just something we didn't put together in time, and we're sorry we lost them because we know we had a great story to tell. Oh, yeah. But we have some wonderful guests coming up. This idea that we're going to do this week, unless you have some more housekeeping to mention, Gilbert. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, we just had the lovely and wonderful Rosanna Arquette. Yes. In in here, and Gilbert is is uh, is a Twitter, 
He's a titter. Yes. He's a, he, what, what are you? A titter. And, and she, she <laughs> He's hugged, a flutter. She hugged me twice. She hugged him twice. Yes. She didn't, she didn't, she wasn't like a Sandra Bullock where she hoped that she would. No. Uh, uh, yeah. No, she didn't no, go that she, far. She didn't say she'd. Well, actually, when all of you were out of the room. <laughs> really? She said, God, I'd like to blow you. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. No. I wish I hadn't left the room. I'm turned on right now. I am so turned on right now. Oh my God! You are brilliant. Come here. I will fuck you. Yeah. I I think when Sandra Bullock did that for Gino, who's a friend of hers, yes. I don't think she she could have imagined how much mileage. Good thing there's no one listening to podcasts. That, that I'd be jerking off to it about ten times a or day. Or playing it about yes. about playing it on every mini that episode. Is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> The Diane Cannon Sandra Bullock comedy hour. Yes. Gino Gino gives us gifts. Uh I thought for this mini episode, which again I wasn't I wasn't gonna mention Gino. I know you never yes. mention him. <laughs> he calls me every weekend bawling his fists in anger. <laughs> that son of a bitch <laughs> took another one of my stories and took credit for it. Damn him. And Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That was Gino's story. Um, Gilbert actually had an idea for a mini episode, yeah. Paul. That's stop terrific. The, stop the presses. The, the first time I've had an idea for this podcast. 412 shows yeah, in, he's yeah. taking an active interest. My, my yeah. armless arms are quivering. Yeah. Yeah. Paul, Paul is all Your twi- short a- sleeves are <laughs> quivering. He's like Johnny Eck. Yeah. Paul Rayburn. Paul Raybone. Uh, Gilbert had an idea. I don't know what the origin of this was or wh- where this started, but a couple of weeks ago, you, we started talking about TV theme songs. Yeah. We're playing it, it's them. It's like, well, I I mean, I don't know if you have it there, but the the theme song, you know, all these, mo- all these TV shows where we know that we can hum the themes, we can hum the themes yeah. to them. But they all have words that haven't been recorded anywhere. But they, uh, well, it's like uh, uh, Gene Roddenberry. Yeah, there were lyrics to the Star Trek theme. Yeah. And and he wrote those. So he made a shitload of that alone. Well, Sherwood Schwartz, I think we've talked about this, used to write the theme songs for his shows, like Gilligan's Island and the Brady Bunch, because he knew there was money in it. Yeah, that the songs yeah. would play forever. Right. That, that doesn't get... sound like someone something Sherwood Schwartz would do. <laughs> he got residuals or for the for the music. Yeah, well, he yeah. seemed like that's why... a temperamental artist. Yeah, although the the theme song from It's About Time, which he also wrote, it's I... about time. Yeah. It's about space. About two guys in the craziest place. I don't. I don't think that one paid off over the decades. <laughs> no, the way no. that the you way think, that. Uh, John Murray and John Fotiatis getting rich off of us here. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Big money. Um, Yeah, so Gilbert, I think we were talking about Dave Grusin, or we were talking about theme songs specifically of shows from 1968, because we like to do things that are 50 years old. Um, And you started (laughs) talking about theme songs that had lyrics that people didn't know about, and so we queued up some of them. And then we thought that with the help of uh, armless, legless, limbless Raybone, 
we would talk about them. <laughs> an asteriskless and origamiless. Wearing yes. asteriskless less chaps. I've been looking for my asterisk. Yes. <laughs> uh, Frankie, what do you think? Uh, here's one that everybody knows. This may be the most uh, recognizable TV theme song of all time, but here it is uh, with words sung by its star. Well, now take down your fishing pole and meet me at the vision hole. We may not get a bite all day, but don't you rush away. What a great place to rest your bones and mighty fine for skipping stones. You feel fresh as a lemonade setting in the shade. Whether it's hot, whether it's cool. What a spot for whistling like a fool What a fine day to take a stroll And wander by the vision hole I can't think of a better way To pass the time of day I think everybody knows that part. And by the way, that is not Andy Griffith whistling. It may be Andy Griffith whistling on this version of it, which he cut for an album. Yeah. But it was Earl Hagen, the composer of the song, who was actually whistling on the TV theme, on on the one that everybody knows. And the lyrics were written by character actor Everett Sloan. Which I had every intention of surprising you with. And getting one of those big wows. It 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 was. But well, you found it. It it's one of those things that that clutters our brains. <laughs> yeah, we it's were talking off. Just mic. there. And in listening to that track, there's one other thing that's got to do with the podcast. What's that? That is that it was clearly the vocals were recorded in Gilbert's kitchen three years ago. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, similar and, audio. And yeah, and Everett Sloan played Bernstein. In Citizen Kane. And he was the voice of the animated Dick Tracy. Yes. He was and in, he uh, uh, Lust for Life and the Lady from Shanghai. Oh, Lady from Shanghai. Thing. He's great. Yes. Are you aiming that gun at me, lover? <laughs> Very good. Does so it, he, he said he spent 15 minutes writing the tune. Earl called his bass did. player and drummer. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, Earl Hagen. Uh, recorded it in a little studio in Hollywood. I whistled the tune myself. Oh, That's and, it. Yeah, and yeah. in Citizen Kane, he says, Time? I'm chairman of the board. I have nothing but time. Very good. good. <laughs> Who else is doing Everett Sloan impersonations? <laughs> well, the kids want to hear it. The kids want to hear it. Earl Hagen and, and Herbert Spencer, who wrote the Andy Griffith Show theme, and as you heard Paul say, he banged it out in, in what, 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Also wrote uh, the Dick Van Dyke Show theme, uh, uh, mod, the Mod Squad theme, which stumped Gilbert a couple of weeks ago. I Spy. Yeah. Oh, One yeah. that you always identify. Um, and then Andy Griffith cut this album, um, his fourth studio album called Themes and Laughs from the Andy Griffith Show. And, uh, they decided to let Andy sing, um, uh, Everett Sloan's lyrics. (laughs) Now, if anyone who's listening to this show has any idea how the hell Everett Sloan came to write these lyrics, write in and tell us. Because it's, he was, wasn't he the, ne- w- w- didn't he have something to do with the Untouchables, which probably. recorded on the Desi Lou lot? Yeah, that probably is true too. I may be mistaken, but it may have been, he, the Griffith show was taped at Desi Lou. He may have been yeah. hanging around Desi Lou, but if anybody knows 
how Everett Sloan came to write those lyrics. It's and pretty fu- It's pretty cool shit. Mr. Bernstein is apt to visit the nursery every now and again. Here's <laughs> one that you may not know. This is a famous theme song that I did not know had lyrics. Yes. Uh, we've talked about the composer on this show many times. Uh, he's a favorite of Raybone's. That is the great, late great Henry Mancini. Henry yes. Mancini. Gilbert may know where I'm going with this theme song. Uh, this is a very, very famous piece of music. I have a little research on it here uh, that I will dig out. Did I bring my... So, uh, while you're g- g- going through that, yeah. you can say Henry Mancini uh, also, of course, wrote Pink Panther, which is not what we're talking about right now. No, we're now. not talking about that one right now. He wrote now. Moon River. Sure. And he won 20 Grammy Awards. Yes. Wow. Which at one point he oh, had won more said, than anyone. Wow. Wow. Take a shot Amazing. of tequila, whatever the <laughs> yeah, hell. Right. He he wrote this for the television show of the same name uh, from the soundtrack album, The Music From. I won't give it away. Um, uh, he won an Emmy Award and two Grammys for Album of the Year and Best Arrangement. The lyrics came later, but let's. Uh, yeah. The lyrics were lit, were added later by Jay Livingston and Ray Evans. Uh, they first, were a songwriting team that did a lot of things. They were a songwriting team, yeah. yeah. And uh, this is a version by the great Sarah Vaughn. Check this out, Gilbert. I don't think you've ever, you've ever heard this. Every night your line is busy. All that buzzing makes me dizzy. Couldn't count on all my fingers. All the dates you had with swingers. Boy, bye. You know what? That sounds like, and because like, it, well, it sounds like a James Bond yep. theme. Yeah, yeah. And every James Bond theme, like they recorded and they played it on the radio, and it would always be a hit, like the Goldfinger and Doctor No, all those. And it's this could have been a hit on the radio. Yep, Peter Gunn theme. With, yeah, li- yeah. with with lyrics. I, I actually didn't know that. I'm a huge Henry Mancini fan. I didn't know that he I, wrote this, but I always loved this theme. Great you know? piece of music. Dwayne Eddy yeah. did a wonderful version of it. I had no idea. I've heard this piece of music. I had a single. There was a single version by a band called The Art of Noise that was put out that I had. I had no idea that, that this thing had words yeah. that were ever written yeah. for it. And yeah. that could, I, I'm amazed that unless they tried to play it on the radio, because that sounds like it would have been a hit the way 
any of those James Bond songs yeah. were a hit. It's it's such a perfect piece of music that no matter what you do to it, you you, you yeah. put lyrics oh, on it. It's just, it's just way better than it had any right to be. The it, Kingsman did uh, a version of it. Uh, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer put a version of it on there. Perfect spy music. Yeah. yeah. And used very famously in the Blues Brothers movie. Um, Livingston and Evans, who I I think we want to focus on a minute if I can. Mention them. The lyricist. They also wrote uh, Buttons and Bows from the movie The Pale Face, Mona Lisa from the movie Captain Carey USA, and Whatever Will Be Will Be, Quesera, Sera, from what movie? That's that's from The Man Who Knew Too Much. The Man Who Knew Too Much. Yes, that's that's their big song. That's That's a big one. Yeah, Livingston and Evans. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what other TV work they did. Living, Livingston and Evans appeared as themselves in the New Year's Eve party in Sunset Boulevard. There you go, Gilbert. <laughs> They're in Sunset Boulevard. Oh, that is that, great. That is the movie. Uh, in case you've never heard this podcast before. Oh, no. Where they bring up the Cunnilingus Chimps, <laughs> who had their own theme song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Cunnilingus Because it was believed, I think me and Jackie the Joke Man had a long discussion about you're the only two this, people who believe it. And that years ago in crazy Hollywood, these rich old women would have specially <laughs> trained chimps to perform cunnilingus on them. <laughs> and, and that there's a chimpanzee funeral. That's right. And and uh, Sunset Boulevard, <clears throat> and that Billy Wilder said to her, uh, to the lead actress, he said, um, "Now remember, you're fucking the chimp." Beautiful, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Beautiful. What, what happens it, if one of these chimps is performing this act and he gets hungry? Couldn't that be it, a problem? It brings and... a tear to my eye when you tell that tale. <laughs> chimps are vicious animals. That's the thing. They're if, horrible. If yeah. one of them takes a bite at the wrong moment, that could be. Uh... I I would rather be in a cage with lions than chimps. <laughs> chimps are <laughs> all the yeah. times I saw Joan Embry on the ti- on the Tonight Show. She never once told that story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought I knew everything about chimps in her in her cocktail parties. <laughs> Everything you wanted to know about chimps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. Oh, can you can you tell us about the cunnilingus chimps? Well, you are wrong, Simeon <laughs> Breath. <laughs> Here's one I know you know. As Frank tries to keep the show on okay. track, uh, uh, in a futile gesture. This is one I know you know. And in fact, this is this may have been your inspiration for this and idea. I think chimps were trained to shit on glass coffee tables. Well, that's a, that's a, now, now that's a first. Is that that's a first? <laughs> he is horrible. I, <laughs> I want to sample that and carry it around with me. We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast after this. Uh, here's one. This is a show that is near and dear to your heart. Okay. And a very famous theme song composed by the late, great Jerry Fielding, who was a guy that people should look up. Yes. Um, Jerry Fielding was blacklisted, by the way, for feel- for failing to name names. Ooh. 
And he said that one of the names he failed to mention was Groucho Marx. Ah. Now, I don't know what that means. But again, we'll throw this out to Steve Stolier or anybody who's listening who's a Marxophile. But they uh, did have a relationship. He well, I don't so, know. Or okay, that it was well, a joke. Here, I got or it was a, a little, joke between him and Groucho. Bit. What do you got? a little bit. Fielding replaced... Billy May as musical director on Groucho's radio program. Ah! 1948. 1951, the comedian brought Fielding along for the same musical directing job when he moved to television. One of the first shows of the new medium, Fielding would hold the job till 1953. How so about they spent that? some time together. So Fielding ah. was friends with Groucho. Yeah. Yeah. Let's try a little bit of this, uh, Mr. Verderosa. Some of this is, is poetry, really. This is the part everybody knows. Yes. This is the song that helped create the Third Reich. <laughs> <laughs> the song? Well, you gonna put that on the guy. The the this is from the album called "The Best of World War II. Yes, yes. Hogan's there were so many good things the about World, World War II. <laughs> this is the best. I think it was tongue in cheek. Yeah. yeah, we should point out this is Robert Clary, Richard Dawson, Ivy, Ivan Dixon, and Larry Hovis. Uh, who Drew, Drew Friedman is obsessed with, but that's another show. They formed a quartet of singing heroes for the show's soundtrack. Where did you come, become aware of this? Because you've talked about this on yeah, a previous episode. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was reading about it. I had never heard the recording, but I was reading the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I had no idea it was done in such a dramatic way. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, and the lyrics it, are fun. We're up to our. We're all heroes up, up to our heroes. Some of these lyrics are: "You pull the roses, we punch, punch the, the noses." noses. <laughs> pretty, pretty good. Yeah. By the way, and 
Go ahead. Yeah, what's a hero do? Well, we're not going to tell you because we wish we knew. We wish we knew. <laughs> it's fun. And Jerry Fielding, by the way, after he got off the blacklist, and uh, people should Wikipedia him, an interesting uh, man, uh, it, it wrote a lot of famous film scores. Preminger helped him because Preminger yeah. loved to give jobs to people who are on the blacklist. So he wrote the score for Advice and Consent. But then he went to work for Peckinpah, and he wrote uh, the scores for Straw Dogs and The Wild Bunch. Oh. And also films like The Bad News Bears and The Outlaw Josie Wales. He had a big career. So look up Jerry Fielding. And uh, that that is a favorite of Gilbert's. Yes. <laughs> the Hogan's <laughs> Heroes funny, theme. Funny Nazis. <laughs> it it sounds like something you'd hear in a German beer hall. It does. <laughs> I, guess that was the, I guess that was the style they were going yeah. for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> here is another one. And this is kind of fun. I would like to know what our pal Mark Malkoff uh, knows about this one. Uh, Mark is our friend who was here and and uh, hosts and produces the wonderful Carson podcast. And uh, there is, did you know that there were lyrics to the Tonight Show theme? A uh, Paul Anka. Yes. 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 You knew this. Yes. Okay. You knew Paul Anka composed it or you also yes, knew, there were, knew there were lyrics? I knew he... I knew he composed it, and I was sure there have to be lyrics. I knew that. No, I knew there were lyrics, but I wasn't familiar with the lyrics. Yeah, it's a version. You have this too, Paul. I would mm-hmm. imagine, but it's yeah, it's a version of uh, two other songs. It started out as an instrumental called "Toot Sweet," which was a pop instrumental, and then he reworked that song. Do I have this right, Paul? Mm-hmm. Into a song called "It's Really Love," which he recorded with Annette Funicello ah, on nice. an album called "Annette Sings Anka," <laughs> which is going to go straight into Gilbert's record collection. <laughs> Gilbert will be at Bleaker Bob's in the morning. <laughs> Did you know this, Gilbert? Too sweet, uh, composed in 1959 by Paul Anka and recorded by Tutti's Trumpets. Now, just to show you what a great guy Paul Anka was. Yeah. He knew still about is. this. He, still he knew about this scam with the lyrics, right? Yep. So because he was such a nice fellow, he offered to let Carson write and publish new lyrics so he'd have a share in the royalties. But those lyrics were never used, so Carson never got a share, which is too bad because Anka estimates that the show that the theme was played one million four hundred thousand times. At least. Over thirty years. And he was paid each time was broadcast and earned about two hundred thousand dollars per year, just for replaying the, the theme song. He cre- yeah, he created a new instrumental arrangement and sent the demo to Carson and Ed McMahon, and McMahon said it was the first time that he or Johnny had heard the song and instant magic, and that the the Tonight Show band leader at the time, Skitch Henderson, was insulted. He said that Carson wanted to use a theme song written by some twenty year old kid. Oh, now, I I think that uh, it's a little unclear in what I pulled up. I think Carson got some of the royalties, even though the lyrics were never used because the lyric like like uh, Roddenberry and Star Trek, those lyrics yeah. were never used, but he still got his share of the royalties from yeah. the song. Now, and and Paul Anka isn't he the one where they have that uh, the recording on when he's yelling? The guys at get the, shirts. Yeah, yeah, that's Paul Anka. Yeah, that's the. Fucking way it is. Yeah. I slice like a fucking hammer. 
<laughs> you know, we had Brian Koppelman on on a very yeah. old episode of this podcast who wrote Ocean's Thirteen, and I we told we've told that story yeah, many that times. Yeah, Al Pacino. Yeah, he that. gave Al Pacino the cassette tape that had the Paul Anka rant with "I slice like a fucking hammer," and it's in the movie. So Pacino <laughs> loved it so much that he incorporated it into his characters. I think Willie Bank. Yeah, I think is his name. In uh, I know you don't like those Ocean's movies. I rather like them. Uh, but, but he said the, the, in one of the first scenes, I sliced like a fucking hammer. And I said, wait, I turned to my wife. I said, wait a minute. That's, that's from the Paul Anka tape. But then Brian Koppelman explained the backstory of that. Let's listen to a little bit of Johnny's theme Ooh. with lyrics. It's really very clever of Anka to, to, to dig out that song and think yeah. this could be yeah. a theme song for yeah. a talk show. It it sounds like it would be the theme to, like, Hope and Crosby Road to Hawaii. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. it has yeah. that, that it, bongo drum. Well, this yeah, this, this is some kind of fake Latin rhythm. I yeah. didn't like that because they play it on the show. It's a swing thing. So, oh, da, yeah. Da, yeah, that, that was, know. yeah. 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 Uh, that was it was reworked. Yep. I, I believe. Who by, was singing there? Do we know? That's Anka himself. Oh, is that Paul Anka singing. there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It has a kind of sound like Desi Arnaz. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Speaking of Henry Mancini, this is strange. Henry Mancini and his orchestra recorded a two-minute and forty-four arrangement of Johnny's theme in 1972 for the German EP theme from Nicholas and Alexandra. Wow. Isn't that strange? Yeah, it's really strange. Yeah. And a, a version also appeared as part of Mancini's compilation, Big Screen, Little Screen. The thing that's funny, too, is you hear it on a show, it sounds like a song fragment. It doesn't sound like a whole song. It's just that ba da ba ba da ba ba da ba da It kind of repeats two or three times, and then he's into the monologue. As I, as I recall, I don't think they play the whole song. Think Paul Anka would ever do this show, Gil? That, I, I would love There's to There's a have. guy with stories. Yeah, yeah I would, would love to have yeah. He owes me Carson's a favor. Podcast. He did more. Yeah. He did, huh? <laughs> we had to get out of our hotel room when I was a kid because Paul Anka needed a room. Is that true? Yep. That's we a were good asked story. to move down the hall. So we'll he ask him that, that one. Yeah. So he owes us. <laughs> he does. I figure he owes us. So that's a real mobster background. <laughs> he's he got Sinatra us. stories. I mean, I don't oh, know if he tells them. But... He's worked with everybody. Yeah. yeah. He's on Mark's uh, podcast, and it was a good and episode. I, 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 he probably won't tell any of these, but I'm sure he knows some scary secrets. Yeah. <laughs> about show. <laughs> we'll business. get them out of him. Yeah. 
And it's the perfect segue because this next and last song is sung by a guy we'll never get on yeah. this show. And I just asked about him again. Um, and this theme, you'll know as soon as it starts to play. Did you know, Gilbert? No. That the show Bewitched. Yeah. Which has that wonderful theme song. Did da, 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 da. That's it. But did you know there were <laughs> lyrics? Well, I I know all of them have lyrics. Not all of them. Not all of them? No, I don't think I don't think every one of these theme okay. songs has lyrics. Well, I'd like to hear the lyrics to Bewitched. Well, you're in the lyrics. right place. Oh. <laughs> uh, Mr. Verderosa? <laughs> now tell me who the singer is. Now we got a swing thing going. Swing bewitched, bewitched, you've got me in your spell. Bewitched, bewitched, you know your craft so well. Before I knew what you were doing, I looked in your eyes. That brand of woo that you've been brewing took me by surprise. You witch, you witch One thing is for sure That stuff that you pitch Just hasn't got a cure My heart was under lock and key But somehow it got unhitched I never thought my heart could be had But now I'm caught and I'm kind of glad to be Sinatra much? <laughs> I said Sinatra much. Oh my! Yeah. All I could think about during the whole song was this sounds like one of Frank Sinatra's early was hits. It, was that Frank? No. Who is it? You know, Gil. I'm, I'm going to make a stab. Killing me because it is such. Such a Frank Sinatra yes, sound. Yes, it is. It's, it's a, kind of like Mel Brooks singing High Anxiety. <laughs> it's a bit like yeah. <laughs> is, uh, anxiety. Is uh, Jack Jones a possible? No, it, Jack Jones is a good oh, guess. Yeah, that's a very good it's guess. It's someone we asked to do this show who famously passed. Oh, my God! <laughs> Steve Lawrence! Steve oh, Lawrence. Steve Lawrence. It's the great oh, Steve Lawrence. How about oh. that? Oh. Yeah. See, that makes me even sadder that he won't do it. Yeah. Because that has such, he sounds so show business. Yeah, I yeah, think the, the arrangement I, is great. That's the best one of the whole bunch great? we listened to. That's why I saved it for last. Frank Sinatra say uh, he, he admired Steve Lawrence's. I think he admired people who were like Sinatra-esque. Yes. Although yeah. he always said Tony Bennett was his favorite singer. Oh, okay. But there you go. I, did you find much on this one? Because I didn't. No, I, what have I got here? Not, uh, let's see. Well, Howard Greenfield and Jack Keller wrote the song. Yeah. Uh, Greenfield, Greenfield co-wrote four songs that reached number one on the Billboard charts. Breaking Up is Hard to yeah, Do. Yeah, it was Sadaka's writing part. Everybody's Somebody's Fool. Break, br- breaking In a Brand New Broken Heart, recorded by Connie Francis. Mm-hmm. And Love Will Keep Us Together, the Captain and Tennille. Remember that ass. one? Boy. You bet your ass he wrote. So, that was and a he also one wrote, uh, he wrote Gidget, Bewitched, The Flying Nun, and Hazel. We'll get, Gil- we'll, and get, we'll get Mario to come back and sing the Gilbert theme, which, uh, the, uh, which, the Gidget which, theme. 
which monkeys have we had on the podcast? We had Michael, Smith and Dolans. Okay, because he wrote for and produced for the monkeys for a period of it time. Sure as did. Well. Oh, he did everything. He's gone now. So, he would have been a, run, a wonderful guest. Yeah, I, I wasn't familiar with him, but man, yeah. he's done a million things. We'll have to chase Neil Sedaka and Connie Francis. Yeah, it would Neil both Sedaka be would, great yeah. for this show. I, I met Neil Sedaka, and he was a very interesting man. Uh, all I have here is that Steve Lawrence, they say Steve Lawrence apparently was not fast enough to record the lyrics to Bewitch. The studio was concerned about the first episode having a catchy theme song, so they decided to just air the instrumental version, and that stuck. And Lawrence's rendition, which was written with Harry, uh, by Harry, uh, Howie Greenfield, went largely unheard of until the big screen version. Until oh, Nora Ephron made the one with Nicole Kidman and uh, Will Ferrell, yeah. and that's where this song was heard with with Steve Lawrence singing it. Yeah, you don't want to rush Steve yeah. Carell as Uncle Arthur. <laughs> What's that, Frankie? You don't want to rush these things. You want to give the audience time. Yeah, to it was enjoy forty years later that they trotted I mean, it out. <laughs> good, good people in the movie Bewitch, but what a bad movie. I never saw it. Yeah. I'm too I'm too faithful to the TV series. Yeah. But I mean I do like those people. I yeah. like I like Carell and I like Nora Ephron. Yeah, and- all of them and I like uh Nicole Kidman's ass. <laughs> I, I never heard that. <laughs> you know, her show. ass has her own IMDb page. Yes. <laughs> I keep it a secret. <laughs> That's theme songs that you didn't know had lyrics, yeah. episode one. But there were so many that we'll do a future one. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah. I stumped you a couple of times. Uh, you did? Yeah. yeah. Is there, there isn't a show in uh, lyrics that uh, you didn't know had music. <laughs> I don't know. Was, that's, that's like he's asterisk list. It was, was too surreal. ever, if you could find this out, I know the lyrics to it, but was there ever uh, a sung version of Nikki, which was the ABC movie of the week? Dun, 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 da, 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 oh, the Bacharach thing. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, well, Nick, we'll look into that. Somewhere there is sunshine. Somewhere Isn't that about his days are warm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, his daughter, I think, was like had Asperger's syndrome. Yeah, she took her own life. Yeah. It's sad. Here we go. Another episode ending we, on yeah, We almost got out on uh, a happy another note. Another episode that <laughs> ends. Maybe we end it with Suicide is Painless from Match. Oh, yes. <laughs> another, another theme song that you didn't know. Well, people know that one kind of had lyrics because it's in the movie. And I Written think, by Robert Altman's son. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, yeah they, who... who uh, Apparently earned a million dollars from the song. Robert Altman was paid $70,000 to direct the movie. Because there wasn't anything said with Robert Altman's son. I'll just make up that end. He was stabbed to death. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Sign off. (laughs) Who did we kill off a few weeks ago? We kill off Julie Andrews. This has been Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal obsessions with songs you didn't know had lyrics. With Rainbow. (laughs) Who you didn't know had arms. Didn't know had no arms. (laughs) See you next time. That suicide is painless. It brings on many changes And I can take or leave it If I please The game of life is hard to play I'm gonna lose it anyway 
the losing card I'll someday lay So this is all I have to say its way on in the pain grows stronger watch it bring suicide is painless it brings on many changes and I can take or leave it if I please a brave man once requested Questions that are key Is it to be or not to be? And I replied, oh, why ask me? Hey